This is like an hour, hour 15. Yeah. Minutes, something like that. Hopefully. So if you want, we can just summarize the chapter instead of reading it through. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't think that much stuff happened today. By the way, welcome yeah. everyone to Dropping the X, <laughs> episode 115. This just reminds me of the old days of doing the Ask Backwards Anime podcast where we'd just be talking and then like Mike would be like... Like forget to introduce people. <laughs> yes. I don't even remember who this guy is. Um, I, I know that they made him go through the hole before them. Oh, he was the dude whose room it was, right? Yeah, yeah he, he was, was the guy who's... neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. He was the next door neighbor. They make him go through. Oh, so we're out of the flashback. Yes. Sadly. Mm -hmm. Back to reality. Yeah. Snap. There goes gravity. <laughs> oh, God. That song's going to be playing in my head the rest of this recording. Um, so, the the three spiders, um, Finks, Feitan, and Nobunaga, are with this guy that they harassed into helping them find the secret entrance. They're still looking for the headquarters to highly... And I like that there's, like, no segue whatsoever. Nobunaga just ended before the flashback on... Remember, we used to be like that? Then we got the flashback, and then it comes back to, like, no acknowledgement. Um, <laughs> where this dude is just like, when, I, when I'm done doing this, will you guys let me live, basically? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bro, I just want to go back to playing Pokemon Go. That's all I came in here to do. <laughs> I don't want to do anything else. Oh, actually, no. Wait, he was um, he was running some sort of like uh, scheme, right? He was like uh, crap. What was he? He was uh, um, kidnapping somebody. Right. He was doing a, a ransom call. Like yeah, him. a ransom thing. Oh He's like, yeah. Unless you have, unless you have <laughs> the money, you're never gonna see your sister or daughter ever again. And meanwhile, he's like, oh shit, the spiders. <laughs> These guys are just like, we don't care about that. We're just gonna murder you on principle. We just need a we need a warm body <laughs> to test these traps. 
someone to get murdered. Yes. So we know not to go that way. I I love how these guys are doing like um like the locked room detective shows level of reasoning. Yes. To try and figure out how this trap works with diagrams <laughs> and everything. I love it. It's like an escape room but backwards. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to figure out the puzzle so you can break into the room. Right. Alright, I don't know if you, any of you guys want to do the summary. Yeah, I mean, so it looks like, you know, they go in and they're like, okay, well, let's see, let's try to figure out how it goes. I love, by the way, there's a little scene between Nobunaga and Finks that are just like, yeah, 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 what you gonna do about it, huh? Just basically, like, at each other's, like, faces, just to basically arguing about how the logistics of this room even work. Um, but... They go, he goes into the room from his side because they have a connecting bathroom, it looks like. And so he unlocks the bathroom door, he goes in, and the guy's super polite too. He's like, Excuse me, which the way this operates seems really fucking weird. Um, because they share a bathroom, but the toilet isn't like up against the wall where like the plumbing would be like. You know, like, if you came in, you would expect the toilet to be perpendicular to the doors. Yeah. Um, because if you mm -hmm. came in, you literally see the back of this person's head just pooping. <laughs> like, if you're sharing this bathroom, <laughs> uh, yeah. that's, like, what would happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. it just looked weird, you know? Like, you could literally, you know, assassinate somebody like that, so... It makes me think of like that meme of like the versus toilets. Right. <laughs> like whoever designed the plumbing on this ship has zero like regard for privacy. It makes no sense whatsoever. They they definitely it's somebody that's never used a public toilet before in their life who designed this bathroom. Right. Absolutely 100%. They're like yeah, that's where you would put two doors yeah. on a shared bathroom. <laughs> Instead of like on the sides or something. Right. That was so wild. I didn't even yeah. know. Yeah, it is. So he comes in. He's super. I love how this, you know, this kidnapper is super nice, though, too, because he's excuse me as he's opening up the door. He goes in there, finds out that it's locked from the other side. And he's like, okay, well. If it's locked on the other side, how did he get in here? Like, how did it all work out? Open it up. Uh, Phaeton tells him to open up. And I love how he's always, like, just fucking threatening him with his swords. <laughs> he's just waving he's him around. Make he's the like, man two buttholes, man. Right, exactly. He's like, just... <laughs> <laughs> he's just waving his swords around, being like, no, no, go ahead, open it. Like, this is how it's going to work. Um, but they talk about how... Um that if it's the only entrance to the other room other than the main entrance you know how the hell was it locked from the inside um and then uh nobunaga basically says that the man could have sealed it from the other side uh he could lock the doors from both the toilet and the hidden room and then disappear um and then they're kind of figuring out but like but why would he do that why would he disappear in that regard and then uh, Finks basically says that it's probably to buy some time, physically and mentally. Uh, they needed to figure out how to get through it. 
and that's when Nobunaga basically talks about going through the wall. He's like, if we go through the wall, there's the best way to get through it. So that way we can get in and get out. And like, he wouldn't like if we broke in through the wall, he'd have a way to get out through the bathroom and then escape. Mm -hmm. And that the wall would not trigger the effect of the room. Um, and they go in, they, they open up the toilet wall, they'll, they'll, they'll open up the other toilet, um, door and they go through and nothing happens in the room and the old man isn't there anymore. Um, so now they're kind of like, okay, what the hell? Like, why is, why is this all happening? And the guy go like, you know, the guy who like they kidnapped essentially is like, can I just go back to my room, please? I don't want to be here anymore. And then, once again, Phaeton fucking threatens him with a sword. Um, so he goes out of the room, and then they tell him to come back in. And at this point, Humble thinks it's a good idea to just fucking take off and run. This is my favorite part of the chapter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that he thought he could outrun the spiders. Because Phaeton just fucking shows up out of nowhere in front of him. And once again, tells him to pick the left or the right one. And you pick. And he's like, what? Pick? What do you mean? I can't pick. Pick what? And then that's as, when no, we're not. As Phaeton's like throwing his sword from one hand to the next hand. Right. And then that's when Nobunaga tells him that like, He's going to chop off both of your ears if you don't get back here. Because nobody gets off on just losing one ear once he gets started. <laughs> and and then the guy goes, okay, look, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I've come back in, okay. And then he comes back in and then poof, disappears. And Phaeton talks about how it triggered without the old man being there. And how this is where we start getting into the hunter hunter logistics of things. Um, where they go and explain the aspect of how this room might work with them being teleported. Because um, Nobunaga, Nobunaga talks about how it's not. There doesn't seem to be auxiliary props. It's not a barrier or a landmine. And we get an explanation. The barrier type. Net infused tools like talismans or ropes supplement the activation can cover a wide area and include multiple traps. But the landman type, the activation which is established in a specific location, more coercive but limited to a couple places. Um, so they talk about how it's this main room. But they also want to check to see if it's something that could have multiple uses or single use. And so they... Phaeton goes and knocks into someone else's room. Some other lucky bastard. <laughs> Brings him out, points the sword at him, and is like, okay, go through the door. And the guy comes out, goes through the door, and also disappears. Right. So at that point, they go, okay, well... It's definitely multi-use. They could definitely use it more than once. There's no recharge timer. 
So the best way to get through the other side to figure out what the hell's happening is if they take it themselves. And I love that Phaeton's the one that's like, I will go. Yeah, because he's, he's already outside, so it makes the most sense. But then... I like, I like that he says, I go. Right. I'm always curious about, like, what kind of accent he has. Oh, uh, Even though they're all from Meteor City, right? Yeah. Yeah. They gave him... So, and I've been, like, I've, I've been watching the dub. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the English dub. They gave him, like, this old Chinese man yeah. voice. I think the way his dialogue is written is meant to evoke, like, a Chinese person speaking Japanese. Yeah. Mm, okay. But then, like, we can clearly say he's been in Meteor City since he was a kid. So, um, maybe he grew up in the, um, equivalent of China in this universe and then got dumped there at some point. Yeah. Or when he or... came there, he spoke a different language and then he had to learn whatever it was they were speaking. And so, Or maybe that... like uh, from the dumpster area, or I guess all of it's a dumpster, but you know, the the parts where they keep finding these tapes, maybe just found like a bunch of like martial arts films. I can honestly see that for him. Yeah, yeah. And he just decided to speak like them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, Phaeton gets interrupted by um, Kenny and Heinrich um, before he goes in the room. Heinrich explains the whole philosophy for why they want to take down Hailey as though the spiders care. Um... <laughs> He's like, I'll help. Nobunaga's like, okay, cool. We're gonna do this now. Thinks is like, no, because I'm not ready. And Phaeton's focused on the actual point. He's like, how do you find the home base? He says, we plant it on, we plant this tracker on our bait and find the destination. And he shows off his power. He transforms the transmitter into an oyster. He says, the bait swallows it. And that way they can be cavity searched and it won't be found. He says it'll return to the original form once the R is used up. And Finks is like, cool, it's like a hybrid plan for people that want to go and people that don't. Because that way, none of them have to go through the portal. They can just find the location in real world, in real life. Nobunaga's completely grossed out. He hates shellfish. <laughs> He got food poisoning, and it makes him sick every time he thinks about it, I guess. And then Phaeton is the one that makes the most sense. It's like, I'm not eating food that someone else has touched, plus he talked over it. So his spit is all over it. And Henry's like, no problem, I already know who the bait is going to be. It's me. And he eats it. He gives him the receiver, and he explains how the receiver works. And then he says, if I get killed and dissected, um... This whole plan is a bust. He'll at least try to save the transmitter before that happens. And he says, the rest is up to you. And then he bamps through the um, teleporter. And Nobunaga's like, I like this guy. He made his point and then bam. Yeah. Then they're looking at the transponder, the transmitter or whatever, receiver. And he's like, so based on the color, it's 
either in the 500 to 1,000 meter range away. They ask how big the ship is. I don't know if we've learned this information before. It's 1,500 meters long, 800 meters tall, and 800 meters wide. So, like, I'm sure we've seen it before. I'm sure we've we've heard it about like how big and tall this thing is. So, we get shots of the food court mall area again as they're talking about. Um, clearly, they're confused about how this works, and. Finks and Nobunaga are arguing with each other, and then Faison just asks, "Is erasing one of you okay?" Yeah, because uh, <laughs> he's annoyed. And then we switch to Heinrich, who's teleported um, into this room. By the way, I love, I love, 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 love that Phaeton is still super tiny compared to everybody else. You know, as his flashback showed, like in the panel that we see, where they're saying at the door. Like, he basically yeah. comes up to, like, both Nobunaga and Finks's, like, waist. Yeah. Yep. And Machi just turned into a normal person. Right. <laughs> like, this is so disrespectful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the two of them are, like, the same height. I think Phaeton's mm. maybe, like, a half inch shorter or something like that. He maybe wears like... size two feet. Like, shoes, dude. Like, <laughs> look at him. Look at his baby feet. Like, she gets treated like she's an adult. Right. <laughs> he has and to go and shop at the child section. I feel like they both shop in the child section. But yeah. For sure, for sure. This poor guy, man. Yo, like, Finks's feet are so A child long, scab. They, look, they look unrealistic. Yeah. That's, that's bananas. So Just got I, size 14 shoes. Heinrich... Um, bumps in and like this almost looks like he's he loses his balance or is he <laughs> uh, Heinrich. It feels like a pressure type thing. Yeah. Like so, it looks like he comes in and just all of a sudden the weight just takes him down. He pulls out a knife though which is pretty smooth. Yeah. Um, to be able to do that <laughs> while probably feeling like you're gonna die. Um so he's in that open area that we saw before in chapter 394, as Diego pointed out. And he says to, he as he's observing the room, he says to himself, like, blood on the floor. I need to stay on high alert. And he starts hearing sounds. I guess this is like regular ship noises. He realizes there's nobody here. Because they must have interrogated the ones who came before me and realized we were on our way. Then he sees a sense of presence behind him, and Nobunaga's bumped in. It's like, oh, there's no one here. It's not what we imagined. He's like, why are you here? Just to help out. It's like, this way, you're more likely to survive if we're both here. The other two didn't trust you, though, so they told me to kill you if you said one word about how you knew I'd come. He says he never considered the possibility of setting us up. A trap that depends on us trusting someone we just met would be too good to be true, so now what? He tells him he can decide our next move, wait or act, and then he asks for his name. And he's like, yeah, when you originally said your name, I didn't care. Um, so I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I'm sure Nobunaga was like, man, we're probably going to kill you anyway. So. Well, I love, I love the aspect that that's how they work. You know, They're like, you're not going to be important to us unless you're important to us. Yep. Like, we're just going to yeah. disregard everything you're saying. We don't care. 
we might have the actual answers to what we're looking for, but we don't give a fuck. But now that you did this, I actually want to know your name. So, please, tell it to me again. So he tells him that my name is, his, his name is Heinrich. And, um, he's like, what answer do you want to do? Because he asks him, do you want to move? Wait. For your next move, do you want to wait or do you want to act? And Heinrich says, let's act just because. And fucking Nobunaga, being the bro that he is, he's like, awesome. I like it. I love it. Love this guy. Yeah. It's about that action. But, so, um, yeah, go for it. Nobunaga goes over and touches the wall, and his hair follicles react um, to that, which is a really good panel. Love it. That's the most detail we've ever seen in Nobunaga's face. <laughs> so he says, this is their home base, no doubt about it. Heinrich says, how? He's like, just watch. He pulls out his sword, and he cuts up the wall. And... To Heinrich's shock, the wall has, like, the lines from him cutting it, but it doesn't really do damage, and then it disappears, it seems like. He says, what, though? He says, protected by Nen. He's like, yep. He goes on to theorize um, what type of Nen user the person is. He says, a place that's prepared by Nen is tough to destroy. It happens all the time. The sturdier it is, the closer its creator. That's how contracts generally work. It can't be cut with my sword, so the creator is somewhere inside. And we see a shot of Moreno. He said the video I reviewed also makes it seem like they were using this trap as a passageway. So there's no doubt this is the home base. Nobunaga's like, yep. That means they're going to be on high alert. We have to search for the ringleader the old-fashioned way. Heinrich says let's start by opening all these doors. So Nobunaga says he'll start... Um, over here and he points to the door that's on the wall that's protected by Nen and Heinrich says nope I'll open all of them just watch me we can't risk one of us disappearing while the other one isn't looking so he opens each door one by one a shower room a bathroom three toilets which is really two and a urinal um and the urinal looks disgusting yeah, I was going to say, one of them is just absolutely destroyed. So he says a big family. No surprise, by the way, that it's a man's toilet. <laughs> because if you look at the symbols in front, they drew. It goes from the left to the right. It goes man, man, woman. And the woman I like one the woman's toilet has the plants. Yeah, it's super <laughs> clean, too. That's what I mean. It is. It's got the plant. Probably smells like potpourri inside there. Super nice, super clean. It's great. Yeah. Oh, and now like, that I'm zooming in on this yeah. men's urinal, it's like, it's like really bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's really, it's really fucking gross. Yeah. Men are disgusting. What do you want? Um. Nobunaga is basically like, well, if we wait here, eventually someone's going to have to use the bathroom and they're going to find us. Um, we'll be able to kill them or whatever. And Heinrich's like, act. And he says, I'm sure you'll be able to defend the transmitter even if I die. And he says, it's Nobunaga. No need to be formal with me. And Heinrich says, all right. And then he opens the door. 
and we see this laundry room slash um, cleaning in the murder sense room that we saw earlier in 394 and that's how the chapter ends went by really quick yeah compared to the last couple chapters well I mean it just there was there was very much very little um, in terms of exposition and stuff I mean yeah it's cool that the the room works that way but we're right back to like where Foxy didn't want to come back to kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're like back to the whole mafia shenanigans and you're like okay well at least Nobunaga's here because I swear like I was having a good time being like okay cool awesome and then all of a sudden uh Heinrich and um Kenny. Kenny showed up and I was like, oh, here we go. They're going to ruin this chapter now. <laughs> because I was like, weren't they just going to leave it to the spiders and just fucking go off and do their own thing? But then hey. here they are. Yeah. And I it's mean, like. At least we're. Well, I don't think they're going to get a chance to kill anybody in the next chapter. Uh, Morena has to be there based on her sustaining the the Nen around the room. At least that's their right. hypothesis. Um, but we can see that this room that they entered is empty. So they're either deeper within the hideout or like a lot of them have like booked it out of there. So we'll see if they actually get combat next week. Hopefully, I mean, do you? Th I mean, if we go, if if we go based on this thing, he's gonna go in, and they're going to see the room where they decapitate all the bodies, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where they have washed and cleaned all of the clothes of the people they murdered, but they have yeah. also grabbed all the body bags and put the body parts in bags and then cooked. The rest of things with propane tanks. Mm -hmm. Assuming that they didn't clean this whole place out. Because again, they did have, like they allude to in the chapter, there's a potential that the other guys that got basically teleported over here tipped them off and said, hey, they're coming. Yeah, because they probably, they probably didn't have time to clean the room up because I assume they killed the two dudes that came through first. Right, but then how would they? Because how would you explain then when he when Heinrich teleports that he doesn't get immediately murdered? Because that's what happened to the little dude. He basically got destroyed. And if you look at the um in three ninety four, when you look at that um the room when the when he gets teleported, I forget his name now. Um. Maybe uh, maybe one of them snitched, and that's why they're not in that first room. One maybe. Like, hey, these dudes are outside trying to figure out how this puzzle works. Tassie, that was the guy's name. Tassie, he's like, what the fuck? But that's when Billy basically comes behind him and fucking stabs him in the neck with a small knife. Yeah. Ah, yes. But yeah. then there's a bunch of other members there surrounding him basically talking about 
Um, because they're still trying to figure out their nan during this part. Because that's when one of them sends them, um, gives them the the glass to be able to figure out what sort of nan type he is. And that's when Billy finds out he's a conjurer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, like, again, if they came in here and he's not, they're not there. My best guess is that they basically said they're coming. And then he said, like, you know, as they're getting murdered. But, um, if he opens up the door into this place, there should be, because it looks like there's still stuff in there. So there's still, all the stuff's still drying. So it had to have been relatively recent to the events of 394, even though we just went through that whole entire flashback. The timeline of the flashback is irrelevant to uh, this timeline because that's not that's not really a thing that happens in 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 stories, right? When flashbacks happen, they're not just sitting there counting over the entire thing. No, I know. It's just like. If the conversation they were having before the flashback started continued, like rather than just going straight right. to this guy knocking on the door, trying to open the door. Because he's just like, we used to be like this, and then dude trying to get in instead of like Finks continuing to disagree with him. Right. It makes me wonder if maybe uh, the flashback was just for us. It wasn't even them looking back on their their youth no but i mean i think it's very it was again it was very interestingly placed but it was only because of the fact that they said that it was a trigger that caused them to assimilate and correspond to things accordingly so if anything it's hyping them up to be a bigger threat than they were before Mm mm-hmm because that's how Nobunaga starts. He's like, you know, um, I think it's Finks or Phaeton that mentions that the way they're running the operation seems very half-assed. Yeah. And that's what Nobunaga says. Like, well, we were like that too until we had a trigger, a motivating thing to get us to go through this. What that trigger might be in this case, I don't really know for the, at least for the highly. Um, but that's essentially kind of how that came into play if i'm not mistaken so maybe what they're going to be doing right now is that and then you get to see like how they might be comparable and and have something or some some way to get an upper hand on not only the the nobunaga and hyrick on uh hyrick right now but on the spiders as a whole or the other mafia members for control over the entire boat because again this is all zenderix's crew and he's not pay- he's not very present because he's learning about nen yep and he doesn't care about anything else except right that. No. he just, just wants to know about nen so Um, yeah, I mean, again, nothing really much happens in this chapter other than more expo, but we'll see next, next week. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I like the beginning where they're just trying to figure out how the room works. 
It is. Uh, it reminded me of my recent. Uh, I recently rewatched all of Yu Hakusho, and once you get to the last arc, uh, that arc with the the psychics reminds me so much of Hunter Hunter. Like you could kind of tell, like that uh, that arc is kind of like. It it almost seems like a like a proto like pilot for Hunter Hunter, mm-hmm. with the way that they're trying to figure out the the the, the powers of the, uh, Yusuke and crew. They're trying to figure out the power of these psychics because they're not necessarily like just you know big strong power level people that you know that punch people, but they have these interesting powers uh, like just uh, very intricate, and they have to figure out the rules and how to deal with them and that's that reminds me of what we get here with uh the spiders trying to figure out how uh these room powers work yeah Yeah, it it really does strike me how intelligent everybody is and i i assume that comes with like experience of using men because like these are three guys that you would not expect to be having like this in-depth like a technical physics conversation um, but seeing them like reason through this whole thing and then like come to this conclusion and like the way they're actually carrying out an experiment, um, it's unfortunate for the dudes that they forced to go through, um, the transporter. But like, I've always loved about Hunter Hunter. Like once we saw started to see how the wider world worked, like everyone who is able to remain alive has like these really cool powers of reasoning and like they will instead of like in other manga like some of these dudes would just like charge through the entryway and like just been like well wherever i go i go there and if i like pop into what turns out to be an ambush i guess i'll just survive somehow but seeing these dudes be like really cautious like shows you a lot about their character um, how they survived to this point and like is kind of like it shows how intelligent you have to be to stick around in Hunter Hunter. Yeah, I'm For rewatching sure. I'm currently rewatching through the Chimera Antark right now. Mm-hmm. Um in the anime because I told you guys I was rewatching the the dub yep. for the first time. Which by the way, I I did have an Alzheimer's situation last week because remember we talked about how i didn't recall us while uh reviewing the anime and all that <laughs> oh yeah and i like, yeah, went yeah. back and i that read i like listen yeah. i went back and i like listened to like the audio of like our podcast and i was like oh shit no i was there so i definitely <laughs> i definitely we were definitely cover the anime for sure because there was a like the manga had ended and it gone on hiatus and we kept the podcast going by just covering the anime. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, definitely Alzheimer's moments for me there because I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this. But I am at the part right now in the in the story of the Chimera Antark where, um, they have just basically placed the the portals around the um the palace. Um, I think it was Nov goes through. Yes, and no. puts the port, puts the portals, and then he feels, um, 
first he feels uh uh poofies is poofies mm -hmm. Poof, uh yeah. poofs poofs aura because nefropito is busy tending to the king when he ripped off his arm but then all of a sudden um like he gets he gets frightened but like they're going through everything and the plan and all that stuff and i forgot how like every episode i'm watching i'm like on the edge of my seat still you know watching it for like the third or fourth time or rereading the same story but it's just like the way the intricacies of what we're talking about with the aspect of how tagashi writes the world of the spiders how you have to be very meticulously and very very you you have to be very smart about all this um because like you know moral and leorio or not leorio leon when they have their match like leon doesn't show his powers until the very moment that he has to yeah and moral talks about how he's always excited when someone shows new powers off to him because you never know what to expect um it's basically this thing that you're talking about where you have to be very you have to think in this world as you start getting higher and higher because one small mistake one overlook can potentially cost you your entire you know um your life your life yeah your, your entire life, life. Yeah. yeah 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 i i I love the way the series has portrayed since the beginning, like that, like the stakes are actually real, like they actually matter, and I love the way the characters have consistently behaved. Like you can, you can tell the difference between someone like Gon, who's never really had to fare for his life ever, until he started getting involved, um, with taking on hunter missions and things like that, and then you have the characters, like the spiders, but lots of other people um before who've had like really harsh upbringings so as a result they're super cautious like they're not gonna just charge into danger like even with that flashback like the fact that the spiders have known each other since they were children and they some of them don't know each other's powers to this day like that is just like a wild level of paranoia like, not just because, okay, I might get kidnapped and tortured and I might say something to our enemies about how all you guys' powers work. But also, like, just in case I have to fight one of you for my life, I'm going to make sure that you don't have the information that would allow you to kill me. Like, that's bananas. Yeah, yeah. for a friend group to be like that is... uh that's that's some serious dedication uh to the bit all right um anything else on the chapter no i think that's it i mean it seems like a very short episode for us to record because only like it's it's less than an hour but there's really again there's not much to to cover in this thing yeah, not much to happen. I'm curious why, you know, why, why, uh, the even though the, uh, they're they're going into the processing room, at least the laundry section, it's seemingly empty. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely a mystery for the next chapter. Yeah, I do wonder how this is going to go for them because, like, I think that at this point, I would understand if the spotters even though I've mentioned them being cautious, are kind of cocky. Because, like, everyone they've run into has been really easy. Like, the 
the gap between their abilities is huge. Because, like, if he wanted to kill Heinrich, like, at any point, they could kill Heinrich, they could kill Kenny. Um, obviously, the the two, like, minor criminal dudes. Because the, the guy, the second guy that he pushed through um, the transport is, like, you know, basically, you guys are going to be in so much trouble when I get to report this back what happened and then obviously you know he's dead and like Phaeton doesn't care about any of that because he could have just killed him and threw his body through I guess um so for them to find Morena I guess on the other end and like if she's actually strong or there are some people through there that have like speed run the whole um murder as many people as possible thing and are like on level 50 something like would we see what that means because like again this is another common way that people use to show how strong new people are which is you take an established strong character and then you have them get murdered in like seconds so if they go through that door into another room and Nobunaga gets like disemboweled um, in front of Heinrich, this is like, oh shit! Um, oh, shit's real. Yeah, Highly is way stronger than we thought it was. Yeah. So, I wonder what he's gonna do, um, for our next chapter, and we're really close to the end of our original ten. Yeah, that's the part that I'm. I'm Apparently, kind of... we've got thirty at least written, like script wise or something like that. Yeah. Something like that, but the art is the part where, like, it really... Because, you know, he's very freaking detailed about his shit, and it's, like, the part where it gets me, because, like, look at these freaking bathroom tiles, you know? Like, on this last page, like, everything is so goddamn detailed. Yeah. He goes yeah. out of his way to make everything superb, and I love it, but at the same time, if the man is killing himself over it, get other people to help you, dude. Like, just tell them the story. Have someone else draw the chapters. Yeah. And I, I do understand being, like, a perfectionist and, like, you want everything to look the way you want it to. And, like, doing the the process of, like, draw, blocking stuff out um, to let the artist know where, like, where you want everything to go and then having to wait for them to draw it and then you'd be like, no, not like that. So now they have to draw it over again. And who knows how many like edits you're going to go through when like you have an image in your head and you're trying to get another person to create that image. Like that is kind of a rough process. And especially if you're an artist yourself, when you're like, just give me the pen, I can do it myself. Like even though you may know that your body isn't capable of it, it has to be like a very um, hard situation for him to face. Um, he does he does have help obviously he has assistance they do draw a lot of it um but i guess it might be like a combination of like pride and ego and then like just the amount of time the whole thing takes yeah definitely but i don't know about that because i'm not an artist so i don't i would ask for help if i was him i mean yeah especially I can, knowing so. Especially I, knowing that, like, there's a bunch of people out there that are, like, not that he has to bend over backwards, but, like, you know, you've been out of the game for six years. 
So, like, just come back however you can. Keep it going. Obviously, the story's still great. You know, stuff is still going. Um, But you could definitely have the story. You tell someone what you want. And then you're... Because every mangaka's got um, an editor or they have someone that can, uh, like, uh, apprentices, right? For the yeah. most part. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like that could be something that you could utilize and have the ability to keep on churning out chapters. But if the man is too, you know, too high strong and doesn't want to get rid of it, then I can understand that too. Yeah. So on that downer note. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Had to end somewhere. Yeah. I feel like this is like two weeks in a row. Where we yeah. had this down. Well, I mean, it's just the fact that you said we're we're nearing the end yeah. of what we were told. So, yeah. Um, well, if uh, people want to send us their downer uh, vibes, uh, where where should they send them, Diego? Uh so we can reach us at on Twitter at HSA's Podcast. Um, you can also email us. At hshpodcast at gmail.com, which I'm going to check to see if we got any mail because I haven't gotten any, I haven't gotten any in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, we did not get any. Um, and um, I think all of the issues with the audio have been fixed. Yeah, hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, I'll be yeah. about it another week. Yeah, I'll be I'll be making sure to upload the same exact same way that I have. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's all good. It's all good. Um but um yeah, you guys could also reach us at our Discord. Um the link to it is on the website at dropintheaxe.com. Um That's right. Look forward to seeing what the rest of the chapter stuff has to, how the story pans out, the rest of the chapters that we get. Yeah, and of course, uh, no matter where this adventure with the spiders takes us, remember that the climax is Ahsoka's penis. Every time. <laughs> <laughs>